0: Wrestling live here we are again on a Wednesday I think all my days seem like one big day um, man this is like show 113 I think since April 6 so we're we're lighting it up with all these great wrestling stories and family and everything here we got another Florida wrestler Gio Bonilla coming out of that powerhouse of the Osceola Cowboys. Uh, Finalist twice. One time took it all. He's up at Grandview now, which is an NAIA powerhouse. Uh, they have won nine straight NCAA, or NAIA, uh national championships. Uh, so he's up there now, uh, and uh, just getting a kit in order and doing big things. So hey, what's up, Geo man? I know we've had some uh, we've had some tough times in this in the spring here with all this stuff going on. Uh talk about that. Uh, talk about what you've been doing to, to stay ready for these gyms to get back open and thank you so much for coming on. I do appreciate that.
1: Yeah, no problem, no problem, my pleasure. Um, so this time's like this past couple months have been a little weird, uh, especially with like yeah, I haven't been really able to like get into mat rooms and like you know, get into weight rooms. So you kinda have to do what you can at this point. And um, you know, Coach Mitchell preaches a lot, like, you know, use every opportunity to get ahead. And I feel like this is a good time where, you know, people are using excuses like, oh, you know, can't do this, can't do that. So, you know, they won't take that initiative, you know, get better. So I see this as an opportunity to kind of better myself and try to get ahead, you know? So try to do what you can, but um, right now, um, we're lucky enough to where you know stuff is starting to open up here in Iowa, so it's not a straight down in Florida. So you know, within a couple weeks here, uh, you know the weight rooms are going to open up. So, gonna pretty excited to get back in there. Awesome, man. Hey, well, I can't uh, I can't wait
0: to see you guys hitting the mat again and and watching you roll. So um, obviously the the first the first question I have for you, man, is you come out of a program that is. Uh, Definitely a Florida powerhouse it's one of the best programs in our state and it's run by coach bird uh, and obviously there's a lot of great family coaches around there like mr ortiz and 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 his family that are very involved uh, talk about what what Jim Bird has meant for to you um, and, and to your career and talk about how amazing and, and the culture of that
1: program oh man uh, I would say like it's a, it's a really- tight family there, like, you know, everybody's just, you know, out there supporting you. I was blessed enough to be able to have, like, a lot of good coaches. You know, shout-out to Coach Javi, shout-out Coach Tribbit, you know, um, Coach Vasquez, you know, Coach Bird. Like, I was – Can we get some
0: of that Osceola love on the Ward Wrestling Live show? Come on, sign up. Let's get the Osceola guys on you.
1: But yeah, no, most definitely. Like I, those guys, you know, Coach Tribbett, Coach Tribbett, we used to swear, you know, slept with the rule book under his pillow because that man knew every rule. To can, he can persuade any uh any ref, to, you know, take his call back. But uh, Coach Tribbett, awesome guy, you know, he's always there. Um, Coach Vasquez, Coach Vasquez is one of those. He's an NAA uh, guy. He was always you know hands on in there wrestling scrapping with you getting you better um coach javi coach javi was coach javi was just like he was a friend he was uh he was someone who really just pushed you and uh just made you want to be better and coach bird man coach bird you know I owe a lot to coach bird he he definitely he definitely uh helped me and like made me into like the wrestler I am today you know especially uh Fox Baldwin, Fox Baldwin being like a wrestling partner, definitely kind of really helped me out too, because, um, I don't know if anyone knows this, but like freshman year, I didn't even make it out of districts. So like, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't the best wrestler. And after that, you know, it just, I just made a snap and I told Fox like, Hey, you know, I want to start drilling with you all the time. And he, he really helped me up. And kind of molded me and pushed me to, you know, be better. And so owe a lot to him too. But, um yeah. yeah. How,
0: many state, how many state championships does that guy have? Five of them. <laughs> <laughs> One of only five kids to come out with that, huh?
1: Nah, yeah, so that, that was definitely good, you know. Cowboys, Cowboys will always, you know, out. I always wear Cowboys on my back. Like that's in the end of the day, that's where I come from. And that's, you know, my roots. <laughs>
0: that's how you roll it. Hey, uh, Osceola is doing, doing really big things, man. And especially in the wrestling community. And uh, it's good to see. Uh, so I, I know that um, that your college career has has kind of been a little bit of a wave pool for you. Uh, I know you've had some ups and downs. And, and, and I think it's good for, for young, young kids out there to to, you know you get away from maybe that high school structure or the parent structure and you get out of out of the county there out of Kissimmee and and now you're, you're kind of rolling in college and you've got your freedom and um you you've admittedly said I made some mistakes right so um talk about your college career so far um some of the experiences uh also you've had some really good accomplishments and then talk about um I think coach Mitchell has kind of been that, that godsend for you to come down and, and talk about what he's meant to you and changing your life. um obviously he has, everything has seemed to get better for you. So um, tell us your story, man.
1: All right. Um, oof, it's a long one. Uh, so Basically, you know, coming out of high school, um, I wasn't the most recruited guy and basically you know, Coach Harvey, uh, I was lucky enough that Coach Harvey got the uh, head coaching position at Southeastern. And so I decided to go there for a year. And so, you know, like you said, like, you know, you go, you go home, you you know, home, you're, you're at a structured place, you know, you have real sets that, you know, you know, you don't have as much freedom as you do as say I'm on a college campus. And so, you know, being me, you know, I got onto campus and, you know, just, I wasn't going to class. I wasn't doing the right things. And that reflected not only on my wrestling, but my classes and my outside life. And so, you know, you just little things here and there, you know, I think I can get away with, oh yeah. But in reality, it all stacks up. And so by the time, you know, I, um, I made it to I made it to nationals my freshman year. Uh, funny story I ended up getting strep throat and uh, you know I tried to fight through it but you know I couldn't. But um and so didn't didn't end up placing. Came back and I just went down a little rabbit hole and I just didn't never went to class and you know and type, type of school where you know it's like probably like small classes, you know, and so like, you really get to know the teacher and the teachers, you know, they're always willing to help you out. You know, if you just, you know, talk to your teachers, show up to classes, you know, they're always willing to help you out. But me being the ignorant kid I was at the time, you know, never went to class, never reached out. I just watched myself fail. And so ended up flunking out and yeah. And so I decided, you know, I'm done with it, you know, uh, ended up taking a year off. And it basically took um, uh, watching. So my uncle Pat invited me to uh, come watch Malik and Jakus wrestle at States. And so I didn't get to see Malik win his first title because he was wrestling the same weekend I was at nationals my freshman year. So I wasn't able to come down and watch him. And so it took seeing, you know, jake is losing and malik winning to make me realize like you know there's gonna be times where you're defeated you know but there's gonna you fight through those you fight through those times and there's always that little silver lining behind the cloud and there's always that light down the tunnel and you know it made me and watching malik win it just made me realize like i've been at both of those points and i know how like you know, I lost the state finals and won the next year. And so I've been at both of those points and I could, and I could have decided to go down this rabbit hole that I am pulling in, or I could have done something about it. And it made me think like, you know, it kind of hit me. It was just like sobbing in the face. I was just like, dude, I need to stop running away from the problem and start fixing it. You know? So Pat, you know, started taking me everywhere. Wherever Malik and Jakes were going to go train, I'd be I'd be right with them, you know, pick me up, take me there. And so I owe a lot to me coming back to college to Pat and Jakes and Malik and Dice, you know, because those guys always, always push me. And seeing them, it was just like, damn, like, these guys are doing it. Why can't I, you know? And so it just... Those guys were a real motivation for me to get back on the horse.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And then, so now you now you head out to Iowa. You're about to hit up a JUCO, right? And yep. you go to a tournament, and you're like, you know what? Let me jump back in. You get out to Iowa. You go back into a tournament. Uh, what happens next?
1: All right. So um, I was lucky enough to uh, that three <coughs> of our Iowa alumni went to Iowa Western. And so I hit up Josh Watts and basically went to Iowa Western. And so Josh Watts is a great coach. He, you know, he's a man, he, he's a, he's a real technician. And, you know, when I was there, I was picking his brain and just trying to learn from him. But, um, you know, I was getting better in doing things the right way, but I still wasn't fully there, you know? And so after that, you know, Things didn't go right, you know. Still failed a couple classes, and you know, big was usually your last strike. And so, you know, I wrestled at that tournament. I did pretty well, and you know, um, Coach Mitchell, Coach Mitchell called me up and uh, you know, recruited me a little bit. He said he'll be watching me, and so I didn't talk to him until the end of season. And um, basically, you know. Uh, he called me, he was just like, hey, you know, you ready to change your life up and you ready to uh, start living a championship lifestyle? And I was just like, hell yeah. <laughs> like, hell yeah, I'm on jump right on board, you know? And so- and
0: Now what was your GPA at the end of this year?
1: 3.0, you know, I got a 3.0 for the first time. And so, you know, it, it getting that really showed me like, it doesn't matter where you are in life. It's where you're headed, you know. Uh, Coach Mitchell preaches a lot, and you know he always tells me, you know, um, you just gotta, just gotta keep working every day, you know, e- each and every day. Like the way he puts it is, today's the most important day of your life because it's the only one you can control. Like you can't go, you can't fix yesterday. You don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow. The only thing that's in your hands is right now. And so he preaches that, you know, every day before practice, he Today's the most important practice of the year, you know. And say if it's a dual meet, today's the most. This is the most important dual meet of the year. So it just keeps it like that, and you know, it 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 really just instills in my head, you know. And it's really helped me change for the better.
0: Man, that's awesome. So you know, hey, man, God bless you, Coach Mitchell. I mean, way to put your hands around a young man who really needed somebody like you in in their life. And God bless the Ortiz family for for really grabbing you uh, by the hoodie down here and, and still making you uh, go to all these tournaments and watch them and feel like, damn, I feel like shit, I should be doing that. And uh, really getting your mindset back up. So hey, uh, every anybody out there who is in a dark place, man, look, look for somebody to, to kind of put their arms around you. There's people out there looking to help. And here's a young man who's never got to be in his life and he's he's averaging a B now in college so uh, the sport's amazing the people in there are amazing and and god bless that coach man good good for coach Mitchell so um, great story man and 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 we're looking for a 4.0 by the end of college right sir yes sir <laughs> that's, that's awesome that's awesome hey so back home you've got a uh, you got an amazing tournament that that is starting to build a, a huge following nationally uh, Talk about where the knockout was when you were a young freshman and, and what it's grown to today and, and, and where does it need to get to to uh, not only be one of the toughest, if not the toughest in the southeast region, but nationally becoming like a, a beast or an Ironman or a 32 or a Fargo. All
1: right. So um, I remember. So my freshman year of high school was the first year of the knockout. And I remember, cause like before that we'd go to Powerade and I remember coming in and I was like, wait, we're not going to Powerade? And I was just like, man, what the heck? Like, man, I want to go to Powerade, like what? And so um, at first I was just like, I didn't really realize how big it was going to be. You know, I'm a freshman I didn't realize like how big, you know, a tournament could be, especially one in the Southeast, you know? And so like, we're getting, like we're setting up and basically I honestly don't know how Coach Bird fits all these fans into our gym, but somehow he does it. And so there is, like – I don't even know how many teams are there, but there is this biggest tournament I've been at. And I was just like, okay, like, this is pretty dope. And so it started off with teams from, like, Cleveland, Tennessee, Camden, Georgia, Lake Highland Prep was there, South Dade, just – powerhouse schools that you know would be like in the southeast region and so as the years went on coach bird would reach out to more and more schools we got a school from missouri which is pretty funny because i have a teammate here that wrestled at that tournament and we we didn't even know until he was just like he saw i was wearing osceola shirt and he was just like you went to osceola and i was like yeah he's like did you go to this tournament and i was like yeah we host that <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh we we found out and out and like we remembered each other wrestling, but um, but yeah. So he does. Coach Bird does a great job in in reaching out to you know more schools nationally, and I think for it to grow. Oh, shout out to everybody who runs the tournament, cause they Coach Bird. That's the best crew I've ever in the tournament, cause they just run it smooth, clean every time, you know. Um, Shout out to them. But um, uh, yeah, so Coach Bird, I feel like if we're gonna make it into uh, something such as like the Beast of the East, I feel like most definitely we need to reach out like to bigger, you know, to stuff like Flow and like try to get more coverage on that sense. You know, because Florida, Florida's up in the rising state right now when it comes to wrestling. You know, we're not there yet, but you know, we're we're putting out hammers more. We're putting out more and more hammers. You know, and it's it's great to see you know how how far we've come even since I've wrestled in high school. You know, we've made huge leaps and you know, and Florida's just Florida wrestling's only growing. You know, and so I feel like the more we reach out to you know farther schools, you know out Midwest, Cali, like all those, you know, schools, I feel like it would add on to notice and presence, you know, you see powerhouse schools starting to come this one tournament, then, you know, more schools are gonna wanna come. But most definitely, I think for sure, you know, knockout is eventually gonna be that, you know, it's gonna be a power. it's gonna be, you know, a Walsh Jesuit eventually in due time he's gonna to have to
0: move it over to Osceola Heritage.
1: Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> That's
0: awesome. Man. So let's get back to um, to Coach Mitchell and where you're at now and, and talk about the, um, uh, what a powerhouse there, nine straight uh, NAIA championships. Um, talk about what makes it such an amazing powerhouse, the culture of the room. And the team has got to be incredible. Talk about that, and then um, he must have an amazing academic plan for everybody because obviously it's helping with you. So, um, what's he doing to make make that program great, man? Talk about the, the culture in the room, the powerhouse it is, and and uh, man, go ahead.
1: Oh man, um, I think so. I'll start off with the culture. So basically the culture in the room is just, you know, you know, a lot of teams say like, yeah, we're a family, we're close-knit, but at Grandview, like it's, it's a family here. Like it's, we're all brothers. We're all brothers trying to see, just see how good we can be, you know? In the end of the day, you know, everybody is competing. Everybody's competing to either get a spot, to reach their goals, whatever, whatever we're doing you know, uh, I used to tell my roommates like, "I'm gonna be the best one at doing dishes in the house because you know everybody would leave dishes." Now you know, just make it. You just always just compete, and um, I think it's just it's just real cool because in the end of the day, there's not one single person on the team where I can't hit up and be like, "Hey, let's let's show today." You know? you know, it's just it's just so tight knit and real cool to just experience you know a culture like that and. They welcome you with open arms instantly. You know, as soon as I decided, you know, I'm going to GV, it was open arms from every supporter from GV. You know, and so I think the fan, the fan base is is awesome too. You know, I feel like nationals. I've never been part of a team where like so many people go out to every dual me. You know, every competition and nationals. We just we had a huge crowd and. You know, I, I, everyone was just saying like, "Good luck, Gio." I was just like, "Oh man, like, I don't even like know who they are." But I think, <laughs> you know, it's real cool to, to be able to experience that. And um, you know, I feel like the biggest thing when it comes to culture is you know our motto, championship lifestyle. You know, you like I remember I was eating like it. And it comes to like every little detail. Like coach is, is all about the details. I remember I was at the calf just eating a bagel with cream cheese and coach is just like, Is that cream cheese gonna help you win a national championship? And I looked at it I was just like, No. Yeah, I just like I threw it out. I was just like, damn, you know, but like coach coach Mitchell just has that charisma that, you know, you just you just feel comfortable around them. You just you just wanna be better around him, you know, he, he just makes you want to be better. And so I feel like that kinda overlays over the whole team. And so it was funny this year because, you know, at the beginning of the year our team our team was like you know, it was like we're gonna have to work, we're gonna have to get real better, you know, like no 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 championship is solidified before it's there. It's all about the work you put in all season, preseason, the whole season, you know, all that every day working towards that is what adds up to a championship. And so at the time, you know, we didn't look the best. You know, we we had a lot of a lot of work to do. And I remember Coach Coach uh, saying this. and It was kind of the motto. He said it one day before practice and just it just turned into the motto this year. He's just like, just be that dog that chases the car. You know, the dog doesn't know why it's chasing the car, but it's going to keep chasing it until it catches it, right? And so before every tournament, he's just like, be that dog chasing the car. And so we all just kind of take I, I read, that.
0: too, that uh, – <clears throat> I read something where you were, like, athlete of the month or athlete of the week or something, and you ended up uh, taking winning some tournament at 165.
1: Yeah. Um, so I wrestled Missouri, uh Missouri Valley, and – Basically, this is kind of like a, like, if I would say like a knockout before states, like a bunch of, you know, of the good schools in Florida go to powerhouse, or go to knockout, like a bunch of, you know, powerhouse NAIA schools and conference teams go to uh, this tournament. And so me and my teammate Kyle Caldwell, you know, we, I think I you know, I was, like I think I was ranked like, like ninth and Caldwell was ranked like 13th. And so, you know, we had, I think it's, this weight class had like two through like 12 with a couple weight classes missing, but all in this one weight class. And so our weight class was kind of stacked and like it kind of felt like a little like pre-nationals, you know, like you're gonna see a lot of these guys at nationals and so um, basically I made it, you know, me and Caldwell made it to the semifinals. Caldwell had to, the uh, injury default out because he started just puking his brains out in the morning. And, <laughs> and so I ended up winning the tournament and, you know, beating a lot of ranked guys. And so, um, and basically everybody in my conference was uh, placed, like all the top guys at my conference and there's like six of us placed at nationals. we are all Americans. So it was just like six of us and then two people who weren't from our conference. All were All-Americans at 65. So it was pretty dope, uh, pretty good tournament. Um, good for you. Yep. And so that was awesome. Um, so so now nice. you
0: have some expectations on you going into sophomore year, huh?
1: Yeah, so I'm actually moving down to weight class to 57. So that'll be exciting. Nice,
0: good for you. So. Um, what what uh, so far um in your young college career or in your high school career or just wrestling career in general uh what's that one mat that one match that kind of sticks in your head that one memorable moment that that you just <coughs> you look back on and just be like wow that that was that was unbelievable
1: uh i would have to say it wasn't even a match i won <laughs> I would have to say my state semifinal sophomore year against Isaiah Crosby. Cause you know, that whole year me and Isaiah Crosby would have one point matches and he would always win Literally that whole year. And so I wrestled him like four, four or five times that year, or it was probably like four times. And so that semifinals match, you know, I was just ready to, you know, bang out and let it all on the line, you know? And so that match was a real barn burner and it came down literally to the last second. And I lost by two. And so, you know, that match really kind of pushed me in ways that, like, if I didn't lose, I don't even know if, you know, I would have been the same person, you know. So it, it, that match really pushed me to be better and to really tone it down on my technique. So, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's
0: funny because um, I've spoken to um, – so I started April 6th. I've got a hundred and something of these. <clears throat> and there's a lot of people that I've asked, you know, what was your memorable moment on the mat? And very ra- rarely was any of them a win. They tell me. You know, most people tell me um, it was a loss. I mean, you know, occasionally there's a win like – uh, Nato said when he got his freshman year, he wrestled against a kid that was a two timer already in college and, and he beat him. And he was like, oh man, I can do this, I belong. Um, and then there's like guys like Ken Schurto that got to do it at a state, a college and an Olympic level. So he had some different, but for the most part, it's always that one mat, that match that they were like, man, that, I never thought I'd get that close to that kid. That made me work harder. That made me do bigger things So um, It's pretty cool, man. So, hey, you ready for the 10 questions? Yes, sir. All right, man, we're going to do, I got got like two or three uh, from up where you're at school and the rest are down home. All right, sweet. So, uh, Bebop's or Zombie Burger?
1: (laughs) Uh, Coach is going to kill (laughs) the Bebop's. Bebop's right next to the mat room. (laughs) Bianchi's Pizza or
0: Papa Murphy's?
1: Papa Murphy's.
0: Adventureland Park or the Blank Park Zoo or Blank Park Zoo, I guess. Adventureland Park. Adventure Park. All right, back home. Are we going to the Wing House or PGs? PGs. All, PG's. all the way. All the way, right? <laughs> Since we were little kids, that place has been there. What? <laughs> yeah. uh, City Walk or Disney Springs?
1: Mm. Disney Springs.
0: Uh, Magic Kingdom or Epcot?
1: Magic Kingdom.
0: Fago de Chao or Texas de Brazil?
1: Texas de Brazil.
0: (laughs) Right after the season, right? (laughs) Typhoon Lagoon or Volcano Bay?
1: Volcano Bay.
0: Animal Kingdom or Sea World?
1: Animal Kingdom.
0: Fargo or 32? 32. 32. Boom. Hey. I appreciate you, Gio, man. Thanks for coming on. Uh, and I'm, I'm really glad you're doing big things. It's good to hear that you're back on track and out there with a good program. Um, obviously, uh, Grandview's got uh, one of the best NAIA programs in the country. Uh, I still love you, Omi Acosta. You still have the best colors in NAIA. In, in in all of wrestling, right? Omi has got the best colors in wrestling, but he's doing big things over here at Grandview. Omi gave you a shout out. He said, you're the man. Uh, and uh, and they have a great women's program now that's been up a few years. Um, we've had uh, Coach Vaez on here. We have a couple of her girls coming on uh, in a few weeks here. And hey, man, tell Mitchell to give me a shout out, man. I'm I'd love to have him on. It sounds like he he creates great young men, so uh, I'd love to talk to him. If not, at least tell him, man, thanks. I appreciate what he's doing for uh, for our youth.
1: Yes, sir, we will do, will do, appreciate it.
0: Yes, sir, you take it easy, man.
1: Thank you, you too. I think we got a
0: quick finish.